Welcome to the rant. Can you hear us okay? Caitlin? Oh, you don't want to sound sad. <laughs> sound sad. Sure. Said outside when we tried this. Then uh, you yelled at me. We're in Cabo. We're in Cabo. Los Cabos. Los Cabos. Cabo. Yeah. Go. So, thank you for joining. We have Hugo. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Tequila. We have Shannon from BC. We have Kim from Alberta. And then we have Hugo over there. Myself. What are we talking today? About? Talk about entrepreneurs. We're not going to talk about the launching market. That's Salesforce team, right? You work your own hours and it's all commission based, and you're ultimately in control of what you want to make. Okay? So that's kind of why I started. And since then, it's just kind of. So you started yeah. because you didn't want to work 9 to 5, and now you work 9 to 9. 9 to 9. I'm okay with that, because at the end of the day, you know, when you're working 9 to 5, I found, especially working, coming from a bank background too, um, you know, the person next to you who has the same role working nine to five, they could be completely slacking, but at the end of the day, we're getting paid the same, right? You're being rewarded for the work. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. And you're likely to do so. Yeah. Nine to nine, it's like, eh, it's, okay. it's okay. What were you, Shannon? I actually became self-employed when I was 22. My first job I had. Just a few I, years ago? Yeah. Just <laughs> last year. That's like three years. <laughs> I had a corporate job and didn't really like the culture, didn't like the politics, and so I decided, you know, I was going to be working for a long time. So I had a number of different businesses, and then about nine years ago, I got into mortgages. And it, it what I loved about it is you get a bit of a corporate culture, but you're still an entrepreneur. Um, so I found it was a really great so, fit. So let me ask you this: Is it the same being an entrepreneur on, you know, a regular business? compared to being an entrepreneur on the mortgage side? I think it depends. You know, it, I see a lot of brokers out there kind of trying to reinvent the wheel and they think that they have to build it all on their own. Yeah, it's great to have your own brand as in you're selling yourself, but I think when brokers come to companies like my group, um, they're walking in and they don't have to build all those systems. Yeah. You know, so the benefit there is, you know, you can focus on your sales and you can focus on your education without worrying about building you know, the business itself because we provide for our brokers. You know, I find that there's a lot of a lot of people that, you know, in this industry that will treat their current role as a job. Yeah. Even though yes. it's not, very few treat it as a business. Yeah. Would you agree, yeah. Dave? I totally agree. Yeah. Um, They're too focused on the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, right. So, Dave, what's, you know... Well, I think there's two parts of it. There's people that, that come to this business and they look at it as a, an opportunity to uh, make more of a work less, right? Right. Yeah. You know, I remember when I started off, an agent uh, that used to take, he was famous for taking Friday, every weekend was a long week, to take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, you know, uh, but she was stagnant. She'd been in the business for 10 years, she's still in the business, and she's been in the same volume for the last like 15, uh, 25 years. But maybe she's happy. Right? Until the recession hit, because I've been through two of those, and she happened to be there as well, and both those times, one time she was freaking out that she had to sell her SUV because she she used to shave off 30 bucks off her gas bill. Wow. Like $30, come on. Like if, if she was on pretty hard, you're $30. Why don't you have a real problem? She's got yeah, a real problem. Maybe I can help refinance her. You know, and then you have other people, then you have other people that come into this job and, and they, 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 they're like, I'm going to be nine to five, I'm going to plug in the hours, uh, but they never 
take a step back and treat it like a business. Yes. Increase the money, you know, start thinking about uh, an entrepreneurial perspective in business development and you know, how can you take it and grow it, bring in support, which at one we, we do a lot of support for our agents, bring all those different tools in so you can grow your business and, and use your time wisely. Because a lot of people spend their time doing this rather than spending time talking to their clients. I think, I think regardless of the industry and being self-employed, in the beginning, you're so focused on the day to day, making that work so you can get paid and continue yeah. to live. You have to take a step back and say, "What seeds am I planting so that in the next little while I can sort of benefit from this long term?" Yeah. How many people are transactional? There's tons of people that we meet. Oh yeah. Who are just been grinding it out. Probably like yeah. people like this, they're making good money, but they're just grinding it out and they're not taking a step back, saying, "I need to establish a book of business. I need some sort of some business model that I can sort of dip into the." And I, and I know it's a lot of work, and no matter what industry you're in. An entrepreneur, like, I have I have the biggest respects for, for other entrepreneurs because it's hard, there's a lot of risk, uh, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of you know pain, a lot of tears, a lot of emotions that go through the whole process, but there's there, there's still rewards, you know, like, I mean, we can well, pretty much anywhere <laughs> we're here, out. Uh, <clears throat> there's really no ceiling to yeah. where you want to go, mm -hmm. right? And I think when you talk about security, people think that being an entrepreneur or self-employed is less secure. Right. But, I mean, we see people every day who all of a sudden, you know, they go making six figures and their position gets terminated. That's not secure to have a job because you're at somebody else's mercy. And I'm glad you brought up that point because self-employed individuals get scrutinized by, mm -hmm. by financing. Yes. No, and I've never really understood that. And, and there's a good uh, friend in the industry, I won't mention names or anything. Um, he was like, you know, truthfully, I prefer someone that's self-employed, and I was like perplexed because it's the complete opposite, yeah. right? Yeah. And he was like, well, think about it. You know, you lose your job tomorrow. I know that you're gonna do everything you can. You're gonna maybe sell furniture or do this or do that. I know you're gonna have the ability to look for income. Where yeah. someone that, a source, right? exactly because yeah. you're used to yeah. that. You modify your business. You someone that's salary that maybe makes 150, even 80, they may not have a job. like they, they yeah. might struggle. They might be a little bit harder to find that kind of replacement. So why do the banks scrutinize? Like why why is there such? Well, they're making it easier, right? They're introducing yeah. programs for. I get it, but but it's it's still it's still far fetched from. What it used to be a lot easier back in the day, right? right. You know. Oh, there are a lot of programs coming in. I think they're starting, the new programs are starting to reflect the percentage of Canadians yeah. that are self-employed. Even people whose positions were salaried employed positions are transitioning into contract. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. now more than ever, this is the best time probably ever to become self-employed with access to like cheap technology. Yeah. You can essentially just get online and sell random stuff. So. Yeah. I love anyone. Yeah,ライダーさんとかのライダーさんとか。ライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさんとかのライダーさん
putting this video together because we like what we do. I'll wake up at 3.30 in the morning to work, so it's really not a vacation. It's a lot of hard work, though, at the end of the day. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And you have to have the right mindset. So, so why, 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 as, like, why do we do it? Why do we do it? Why do we wake up at 3.30? Like, why do we put ourselves through that? Because you know, the freedom. So is it freedom if you're waking up at 3.30 in the morning while, while on vacation? I'm doing something that I enjoy doing. It doesn't bother me. True. Yeah. I enjoy what I do. I have the freedom to, like you said, I have an endless seating of, uh, ceiling of opportunity to grow and create something and earn income for my family. What else they do? I can take time yeah. off with my family. You know, the fact, I don't have to ask for permission to take a week like, off. I need I two go. weeks off or something. Can I take that time You know, I've got two kids. You, you know, we have kids. Yeah. My kids are sick. I don't need to, you know, coordinate this massive effort to get someone to take over my and job. I think like it's, it's different if you choose to wake up at 3 in the morning as opposed to, I have to I because have to my boss right. tells me I have to start that. Yeah. So, so let's do a little fun game. Dave. What? You cannot retire. You cannot retire. That's not an option. And you can't do mortgages anymore starting tomorrow. But you still have to earn a living. What are you doing? What would you do? Oh, I can't retire. What? No, you can't retire. You can't retire. <laughs> because I know you're going to say, I would just retire. I'd pack my bags and move to Portugal. Okay, but what are you doing? I don't know. I'd probably just go to real estate. Yeah? Or a baker. <laughs> <laughs> real estate or a baker. What, what, what would you do? What would you do? I don't know. I'd probably be in the makeup industry. I'd actually would probably open a nail salon. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it. I was like, touch the grooming, but I didn't want to like, stereotype. I don't know. I like that stuff, you guys. Yeah. I'd probably go back to doing corporate coaching and, yeah. and training like I used to working with either you know, executives or entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'd also move back to Europe, Portugal. Um, and so you can work in my bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the apprentice. No, no. Uh, I'd be in the food industry. I would maybe yeah. look at some sort of a restaurant or something that I just, you know, I'm not looking to be super profitable off of it. I just want to do something I enjoy. I like food, yeah. drinking, eating, do something, maybe introduce some Canadian. Cuisine culture. <laughs> <laughs> Some aspects of our our dining experience yeah. there. Yeah. Blend that. Just I don't know. Do something fun like that. I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Chris? I don't know. Um, I struggle with it. I I I think I'm like a keeper. I, I probably would want to have some sort of a it's not too shit, like a restaurant or something. Um, I just I like I like creating jobs. I like I like being in a position where I can you know jobs and not have a bureaucratic environment and provide for you know people's goals and dreams and so I don't know I would do something where I can you know get a little fish out on the beach man yeah sure a little fish out on the beach would be amazing yeah exactly dude in Porto so we all working together a restaurant in the marina you eat but you can fish get your nails done everything will happen take care of you so I think we're all done, unless well, I um, think we should have the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Not right. the beach. All right. Let's do that. Are we gonna try to plug period? Yeah. Yes. Is that what we're gonna do? Cheers. 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 Cheers.